Okay. Oh, that took a picture. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> We're working on, we'll keep this rolling, but we are working on getting oh, our is. camera. Oh, hit that little video. This? Yep. Right there. This? Nope. To the right. This. Yeah, there you go. Ah. <laughs> so if you're watching on video, you are just now starting. Hi, guys, hey. on video. So it's been a while since we've been to- together. So we had like a hour conversation. Kids. Oh, yeah, beforehand. we just did because we missed each other. But yes. then we're like, we should probably hit record. Yes. But... Yeah, I had sick kids, then you were gone. Mm-hmm. You you nailed it with, like, the podcast you did. It was, both <laughs> oh, of them were really good. So, it was just... Way to go. I kind of, I don't know. I just felt, like, these certain things on my heart. And I did want to hear my mom and dad's version of the missions trip. So, there's also a girl, her name's Elizabeth, that went, and um, I want to have her come on so bad. Yeah. Because just watching her... Um, in the during the mission trip and watching her grow and you could just see certain things were just kind of clicking yes cool. clicking and shaking her and making her question th- in a good way yeah and yeah so that i was just cool. trying to find time to connect yeah. with her that'd be that. cool guest yeah 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 come on elizabeth <laughs> i um, make <laughs> i podcast i hang <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um Anyways, so yeah, the missions trip was really good, and we can talk about that another one, honestly, because I want to really wrap up John, um, but it might be a good one to do in between John and Axe, yeah, because it's kind of like the combination of both, yeah, I and yeah, I like that, I like that. <laughs> and yeah, but I will say deep thoughts from me today, <laughs> and I talked about this in the last podcast, but I will. This can be our little um, before conversation. I cannot believe when we were doing our street ministry, how peaceful I felt while doing it. Really? Yes. I watched a guy put a gun in his waistband. I walked around. David, David phased me. And I was, I was actually like hands, laying hands on people who were just walking and you can tell they had, they were so addicted to drugs just based on their body. They were probably on drugs at that moment. Yeah. And, um, it was just so crazy. And like in the last podcast talked about how like these six, seven, eight adults just coming out of this known drug house. And I'm just like, Hey guys, what's up? You're in the Lord's will. Yes. And you walked with his protection. I think I remember Patty saying that to me when the boys were at war. Yeah. She was like, they're where they're supposed to be yeah and god has them yeah what good is it gonna be for me Me. to just sit here and worry i either trust or i don't yeah exactly and that's where yeah that's where i was that's my mother-in-law by the way (laughs) and i just can't get over that that portion of it like the whole thing was amazing but that portion is something that really just has stuck to me yeah and i what i can remember the most vividly because you know you're kind of doing all these things and that's the one that I'm like if I took away anything it's how comfortable it is when you're walking in the way of the Lord mm-hmm. how comfortable uncomfortable situations come it's because you're he I'm trying to think of it's it's almost like that verse where the Holy Spirit will give you the words mm-hmm. I think that the same principle applies yes you're doing what he's called you to do yeah so just act and trust because yes. it isn't in our strength alone yeah I just wish I I want to remember that always and that's like I guess a point to make here is it's not 
you. No. You just step out and yeah. it's the God of the universe. Yeah. So just step out. Yes. Just stop being afraid. <laughs> yes. Just stop it. Just stop it. And Think uh, how effective the world would be for Christ if right. we would all just step out. Yeah. And it, the church as a whole should just be so supportive of missions and community outreach because I can't remember who said it, but I've heard this somewhere. It's a He's a pastor and a blogger. Mm-hmm. And he said, isolationism it supports individualism. Okay. I think I made him. I have it written down somewhere in here. No, it makes sense. No. Okay. I, yes. Isolationism is a direct result of individualism. And that's actually not how we're supposed to operate. Exactly. Not how we're supposed to operate at all. And so since the 90s, the Christianity numbers have declined, but mega church numbers have actually church goers have increased, mm-hmm. but they're all attracted to this large church because they want this. They, they don't have to communicate. Yes. They don't have to commune and be a family. Yes, exactly. And they're creating this divide between churches because the church is fractured as a whole. Yes. And so that's why when the posture of the church. We're recording, buddy. Is. Hi. What? Sorry, kiddo break. What you need, babe? Well, go on out. We're going to finish this up, okay? I need a bobby Or just beginning. Pin. Oh, I don't have a bobby pin. Do you? No, I don't. No, out. Go. <laughs> go find PG. I don't know how they got that unlocked. I'm still wondering. I think I don't think Aiden locked it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you were saying, but when the posture of the church is that of a servant, iron sharpens iron, and the church benefits as a whole. Where two or three gathered in my name, I am there among them. And so, mm-hmm. for a while there, we weren't quite certain what we were doing church-wise, but we did know. Sorry, I'm just gonna say it. Jess and I said we have no desire to be in a mega church. No, because that's not where either. you have true fellowship. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sorry if I'm not really meaning to throw any church or people under the bus. Please just hear my heart, because you can be in a big church like that and still have fellowship yes. in small groups. But we just know for us personally, mm-hmm. that's not what we didn't want. That yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I could care less about numbers. When it comes to, like, who attends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But what I care about is the number of people who truly are understanding what it means to be a Christian. Yes. A churchgoer and a Christian is two different things. And it's really, it comes down to whether that church is feeding. Is, is Yep. Are they in the word? Are they letting the Holy Spirit ring? So right. you can be a tiny church and be doing that right or wrong. Yeah. You could be a mega church and yeah. be doing that right or wrong. The church we served at only had like 25 people in it. And he, I could go there. Yeah. I, Pastor Mike's sermon, oh, I loved it. You guys would have loved it. Um, it just, I could feel the presence of the Lord and the Spirit was there. And I'm just like, and actually I used his wisdom in his, uh, um, his uh, sermon to actually help that next day with a homeless lady who kept coming back and she wanted us to provide, you know, she's starting to use, you know, I get it. And, and, um, we are just like, this is what we can do, but we won't be here in like three days. So we can't enable you to do these things, Mm -hmm. but here's our advice on what to do. And we just tried to love her through it and we didn't see her again because she obviously didn't like her answer. Yeah. And that's okay because, you know, sometimes people just fly in and out and we're just supposed to plant those seeds. Yep. And give them that what they need in that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's enough sometimes. Yep. We're like, hey, we can provide you food. We Mm -hmm. can provide you this, but we like you can't. Yeah. We have no 
like lodging area that you can stay in at this moment in time. So, yeah. But here's the beautiful thing that we're going to talk about the peace, the giver of peace and the ultimate love and ultimate sacrifice in wrapping up John right now. Yep. This is, I'm not, the word isn't an intimidating podcast. It's, it is the podcast. Yes. <laughs> it is the whole foundation of our faith. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, what we're going to talk right now. So mm-hmm. pray. Let's, I think we should pray. Yes, let's and do And pray it. with us. Because I don't even and know where I put us. my Bible in this church right now. We're recording at church yeah. <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Okay. You want me to? Yeah, All go right. ahead. Heavenly Father, uh, Lord Jesus, um, Holy Spirit, we, we invite you in today. Lord, as we are diving into your word, uh, pr- uh, learning about your death and your resurrection and just the very hope of our lives, Lord, we pray that your anointing would be upon us, that we would only speak what you want to speak. In fact, just take Meg and Kylie out of the, mm-hmm. the equation and may it just be you. Um, Jesus, may your word go forth and may people who need encouragement and your love today be touched because you are, like I said, the Prince of Peace, our healer, our savior, and our love. So we give this podcast over to you. And I pray for anyone listening today who just needs that touch from you, Father. I can think of several people in our community who are going through horribly terrible, like trying times, Lord. I pray for them. God, you love them so much. Just meet them where they're at and love them, Lord, because you do love us so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we kick it off with John 18, if I'm correct. Yes. Okay. You want my Bible? She's <laughs> <laughs> always, always taking care. I just, well, you can do whatever, um, if you, how you want to kick it off. Well, we, where we left off last time is the Last Supper, yes. correct? Yes, that All is right. correct. And Jesus prayed for us. And now he's praying in the garden. He's Okay, yes, that's right. Yep. Okay. So he's so. in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yep. So Judas, he has sent Judas off to do his terrible deed. Mm-hmm. And, and he knew. And he knew. He didn't condemn him. Just no. said, go do it. And... Here's one of my favorite parts in the whole Bible. Jesus sees Judas and the soldiers approaching him, and he says, whom do you seek? And in verse 5, they say, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus goes, I am he. Mm -hmm. And Judas, who betrayed them, hold on. All the soldiers just like bow. They fall. Yeah. They They fall to the ground because of the, the name I am. Yeah. Like, that freaks me out in a good way. Yes. (laughs) They're like, (laughs) <laughs> guys if the name of jesus can just make fit like physically make us mm-hmm. fall to the ground why do we doubt exactly and i as i butchered that, sorry, <laughs> that out eventually. no um i was i've been studying specifically the um the demon legion <laughs> the and it the demon the demons could not even help themselves from bowing and they they do have this rage, and they don't want to, but all they can do is bow. Yeah. And then when he's there, and it's and just, every knee will bow. yes, and every knee will bow because even they know who he is. And there will be ugh. people who did not come at the end. At the end of the age this is what we're talking yes. about right now. Set the scene. We're at the end of age when Christ has returned, and 
It's the end of the tribulation. It's every knee, it says mm-hmm. in the word, every knee will bow down. Mm-hmm. Now, some people will know at him as Lord and others will not, but they'll, at that moment in that dreadful moment for them, yeah. they will finally recognize him as Lord and it will be too late. Yes. So it, it, yeah, I don't think we can fathom the power of the God's right. speaking. Yes. It's, it's through a scripture mm-hmm. several times at the beginning, let there be light. God just speaks everything into existence. And then I think of Exodus when he's speaking on the mountain mm-hmm. and the Hebrews are literally covering their ears screaming, we're yeah. going to die just mm-hmm. from hearing the voice of God. Yeah. So here's Jesus who is God yeah. says, I am he. And these men can't, these soldiers, yeah. now let's think about this. These aren't just men. These are Roman soldiers. Like the, the elite. The elite. <laughs> they fell. Yeah. They fell at his name. Yeah. So I don't know. That just gives me chills. Yeah. It even says in the Bible, like, you, man can't even look at that God in no. the face. No. Moses' face too bright. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like he had, God put his hand over Moses' face as he passed by him because his glory would have killed him. Yeah. Would have killed him. This is our God, you guys. Yes. Like when I, I, when I was worship director, these are the things that I like to tell our congregation. Like, look, it's fine to gather mm-hmm. and sing, good. Yeah. But realize, yeah, who you are singing to. Exactly. It is so much bigger than just a few little songs. And it's so. It it really is. Is so uncomprehensible. <laughs> that was hard to say. For you me. did it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like this, but syllables. Yes, syllables. Syllables. Yes. <laughs> but it's just no matter what, and we're going to give you the solutions to all problems here. Well, we, you know, the Lord's using us as vessels, obviously, but we are about to tell you about the solution to all problems. And that is Jesus. And this is the sacrifice and why it's, how it is the solution. Because no matter what you're walking through, Satan's not a, not scared of you. No. He's scared of the one in you. So once that, the the solution is in you, the once Jesus is in you, once the Spirit is in you, he's be, he becomes, I mean, afraid of who you are with him. Because when we were walking in true fashion, foot by foot, or foot by foot, step by step, with the Lord... That's who people see, yeah. and that's who Satan sees then, it, and he's terrified. There's a picture out there of this little girl, and you guys maybe have seen it on the internet. It's gone around a few times, but it's this little girl, but there's this lion behind her, mm-hmm. and usually the caption is, me with Jesus. Yeah. Like, all you see is this, but look who's yeah. behind me, and like that just sticks with me all the time. I'm like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I can get through it. No yeah. matter what. It's not just me. Yes. It's him. Exactly. It's never me. Right. And to move like on in 18, I'm, it talks about how Peter just kind of, you know, Peter jumps in and this is just who Peter is. Yeah, verse 10, I'll just read it. Then yeah. Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right here. The servant's name was Malchus. Then Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink from the cup which my father has given me? Mm -hmm. And I think so many times people try to take control of the Lord's plan. And in the end, they will always fail. Yeah. Because. No, no, this isn't how it's supposed to go. Exactly. But you know what? That we don't, we're not, it, we have to, what is that word? Verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own Mm -hmm. understanding. 
Peter was leaning on his own understanding yes. in that moment and probably thought he was doing Jesus a favor, yeah. protecting him. Yeah, because he was a naturally bold person. Yes. He was, <laughs> nope, this is my friend. Yeah. Get this, away from yeah, him. This is my king. And he knew this he was Messiah. Lord. Yeah. yeah he, I'm going to protect him. Yeah. But no, it wasn't what was supposed to happen. Yeah. And he, you know, no matter how many times Jesus told them, he just didn't fully, he's like, fully comprehend it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why at this point, and then a few verses, you know, as we go through the end of John, you'll realize like Peter's just Peter's. He's just saying. Peter gets broken in a beautiful way. Yes. And it was pain, being broken is always painful. Yeah. But it. He's it's the perfect example of being broken. Yeah, it's yeah. what it took for him. Yes. And usually a strong personality. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot. <laughs> We're or, both like, we know nothing uh, yeah, about that. That's why we relate to Peter quite a bit. <laughs> I would have probably been the one. John is yeah. No. I, I, when no. I, I was watching The Chosen, go watch it. I'm between John and Peter. I know. Me too. Mm. Me too. Because after that one episode, I was like, oh, maybe I'm John. Because I'm like. I'm, I think I'm John. And then I'm like, oh, no, maybe I'm Peter. <laughs> if you haven't watched this, it's not relevant to you. No, Go watch not. it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyways, we were, shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Jesus is saying there, I, it is right now for me to yes. suffer. Like, And I think we forget sometimes that sometimes God doesn't cause suffering, no. but sometimes no. it is a period of suffering right he doesn't leave us there and he didn't yeah. leave, christ didn't stay there either it was a horrible dreadful moment for him yeah. on the cross but we have to walk that path sometimes this is a fallen world mm -hmm. and are we going to just give up in that moment or shall it's like the true grit concept yeah. am i going to dig in my heels what is my faith actually founded on and am yeah. i going to suffer through this well yeah what am I actually right. made of? Because our natural reaction as humans is to protect ourselves and protect Be those. Be comfortable. Yes, and protect those around us because that is the comfortable. That's the comfortable uh, choice for us. Like at least I'm doing something. Right. But you can do something without taking control. Yeah. And it's a heart posture. Yes, exactly. And we just always find ourselves in situations like Peter is finding himself now. And like an example is usually like this is the easiest one too for me to relate to. And someone who may be dealing with cancer and a lot of times the people around them are just like hovering over them and like not even letting them breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're actually the ones in the better heart posture. Yes. But we as the uh, well people are just like, oh, well, they can't do this because they feel that they're going through this. They're, well, we need to do this. We got to be with them 24-7. No. Like, I mean, so, there is a time and place for those things. But a lot of times we we are smothering them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so and as we know, and like Meg just said, sickness is not from God. And only good things come from God. But using that he can use those negative situations to glorify the sun that's right and we may think why is he doing this and can't see past our own noses and see out of our own box but god sees the big picture and he can heal anything he wants to but he some sometimes he chooses not to heal because he ends up seeing that big he see or he does see that big picture and he's just like, this is for the benefit of my prodigal children. Mm -hmm. And this is going to save this person and this person and this person. There's and a bigger picture that we might not ever be able to see, like mm -hmm. you said. But when we get to heaven, we'll understand. 
Yes. And in that moment, are you going to be mad at God or are you going to trust? Yes. Right. Are you going to trust or not suffer? Yeah. And I'm thankful. And I get, you know, I feel like this is, I've come a long way, but I'm thankful I'm to the point where I feel like I can truly trust him Mm -hmm. because I understand there is a big picture. Yeah. But there, you know, there's people that still struggle with that and they've been, you know, in the church their whole life. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I'm so glad I've realized that at the age I am now Mm -hmm. because it would be miserable. Yeah. I I think about that too, Kai, because there's been definitely trial in my life, but I know as we age, as things Mm -hmm. happen, there will be more. You need to be grounded. Exactly. What are you grounded in? Right. (sighs) Yeah. So, okay, so Jesus gets taken, and now he's going before the high priest, Caiaphas. Mm -hmm. Um, Caiaphas is basically has a prophecy. This is what I think is cool. Yeah. He's the high priest. God still uses him. Yeah. He's being prophetic and he doesn't even realize <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. So Caiaphas <laughs> is like, it is better that one man should die for all the people. But he's just thinking yes. like, okay, the Jewish nation. Yeah. Oh, but it's, there's more. It's the like Jew, that. But wait, the there's more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dying for all yeah. of mankind. So I think that's kind of cool. Like, Caiaphas, high priest, obviously kind of had his own evil agenda, mm-hmm. but still, like, was used in a weird way. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. So. I um, I know there's a lot in 18 still that I'm skipping over, but um, I keep, I don't know, when I was reading through John, especially these last couple of chapters, who stood out to me the most was Pilate. Pilate? <laughs> Yes, look at all. Yes. I'm like, I want to know more about him. Uh Like, he saw something. He knew. And he knew something. He knew. Like, this is not right. I don't understand Because otherwise, there's like four times in there, he's like, I wash my hands of this. This is not me. This is not on me. I think in another gospel, too, he even goes to his wife. Yes. Troubled. I'm troubled about this man. And his wife is like, why? And he's like, I... I, I'm guessing just he knew just being yeah. in the presence of God. He yeah. was like, this didn't is- she have a dream? Or am I, I'm, I'm making this up in a movie or something. It could be, but I do believe it is mentioned in another gospel that he, he, I, yes. he was troubled. He spoke to his wife yeah. um, about concerning yes. Christ. So yes, let's talk about Pilate. So they go, they take to not to skimp like Kylie said, but they take them before the high priest and Jesus. I love his answers; they're just open and honest. Yes, yeah. I've been before you in the synagogue every day. Yeah. Why do you say? Why are you asking me these questions? Right. So he's, he's like, I've never honest. tried to hide. I've never tried to hide. I've, you know what I, I've said because I've never tried to hide. Yep. And he's like, and it's just you know they just wouldn't. They didn't get it. Or they just didn't see past the dark in their own eyes. Yes. They had their, again, they had their own plan. Yes, exactly. But God is sovereign. Yes. Um, But anywho, back to Pilate. Yeah, so (laughs) there's, do you want to come back to that? Oh, yeah. And we, so following up with Peter, like, so Jesus, is it in the garden or is it at the Last Supper where he says you're going to deny me three times mm-hmm. before the rooster crows. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one at the moment. It's at the Last Supper. Okay. And then he goes on to do it, and it's like back to back to back. And then the rooster crows yeah. right after the third time. Yeah. And 
at that moment, I can't even imagine how Peter... As I set that scene, I wonder how I would have done. Like, I yeah. think sometimes we're a little hard on Peter, but he's there trying to get a glimpse of Jesus. He's in the making crowd. Making sure he's okay. Making sure he's okay. And I wonder if in his head he felt justified, like, okay, no, I just have to stay out of their hands so I right. can keep an eye. Yeah. I was, was kind of putting myself in his shoes And I could more. see where that would be tempting. Yes. Because if I say I'm with him, they're going to... They're going to take me yeah. too. Yeah. But I want to... I, I just can see him, I guess I think, yeah. I think like him, thinking that that's the better thing to do yeah. in that moment. And no, yeah. we can't deny Christ, no. even when it causes suffering. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's th- those are my speculations, guys. If you're like a Bible scholar and you are like, no way, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, no way, he was just scared. Then that's fine. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that's fine. Yeah. Um, But then Jesus before Pilate, then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to, oh my gosh. The Praetorium. It was early, yet they themselves did not enter the Praetorium. So that they might might not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. And I don't understand Jewish culture like I should. So I don't even know what that means, why that defiled them or anything. Is this where they held court then? Okay, okay, that makes more sense then. Pilate then went out to them and said, What accusations do you bring against this man? They answered him, If he were not an evildoer, we would not have handed him over to you. Then Pilate said, Take him and judge him according to your law. The Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spoke, signifying what death he would die. Again, Pilate entered the praetorium, called Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking on your own accord, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew, or your own nation and the chief priest handed you over to me? What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight. That I would not be handed over to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. And obviously he's talking about heaven there. Therefore, Pilate said to him, Then are you king? Jesus answered, You say correctly that I am king. For this reason I was born, and for this reason I came into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. I love that verse. Mm -hmm. It's like John 3, 16, but in like his own words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pilate said to him, what is the truth? When he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt in him at all. And here, here's a Roman, the Roman head of, who was placed here in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And as Caesar's, one of Caesar's right hand man. And he's like, I, I can't even I can't even fault this man on anything. Yeah. Don't I, put this on me. Basically, I hear him saying, like, or I hear him trying to pry this out of Jesus. Give me something to fault you on. Yeah. Like, but there's nothing. Yeah, there is nothing. And he was probably, I imagine in this moment, like annoyed. Yeah. Like, why do they, why do these Jews keep bringing this man to right. me? There's yeah. nothing wrong. And yes. he's probably just trying to settle this, this yeah. rising. He's yeah. trying to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Yeah. 
he I think did we say this right he recognized him yes he, like exactly there's something about this man yeah like what's going on yeah and but nope so he washes his hands of it and yeah. he goes you have this custom do you want Jesus or Barabbas and they go Barabbas Barabbas he was a murderer people yes. they chose Barabbas over Christ oh my gosh and he goes I wash my hands of this this is like a, a such a physical <laughs> way of seeing Jesus it's like the you know when you, like old cartoons where it'd have Satan and an angel. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what it's like. Like the world is choosing Satan yes. in this moment. And it's just like we there is people who do this every day. Yes. Every single day. And I'm just like, no, stop. Yeah. Stop. Choose life. And he's the giver of life. And he's the giver of the second chances. And we're it this is just so Oh my gosh, I'm so like, my brain's going so fast that I can't get it out. But this is so important. This is so important. I can't even, I can't even, when people choose not to believe, it just breaks my heart. And yeah. now I'm going to tear up. You're going to so. tear up. <laughs> you're going to figure, if I keep looking at you, I will too. So I'm going to look away now. <laughs> oh, look in the light. Yeah. Um. But Jesus knew. And he knew. Yes. And he knows that every day. Sorry, now I'm going to get emotional too. Yeah. In those little choices. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Those little choices I have, you have every day. Yeah. I'm sometimes going to choose death. Yeah, exactly. But he stood there and said, I'll pay it. Yeah. I'll pay You're it. worth it. You're worth it. You're worth it to me. <laughs> and that's what's so unfathomable. And that's what makes me. Jesus. and that's what makes me so emotional about it because like even before this missions trip the people I talked to and got to live on were people I would cross the street to get away from and not even thinking about it it was um I want to say a very well-known teacher and I apologize um when we think sometimes of humanity being redeemed we think of ourselves and go we might think okay well yeah he loves me i'm worth it Mm -hmm. but think think of the lowest of the low yeah how ugly we really are Mm -hmm. if we if our motives if everything we've Mm -hmm. ever done were to show up yeah in a let's just say a picture away yeah we we're so disgusting oh yeah and he 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 can see that. Yeah. God does see that. Yeah. So when we can only see people's outside sins, like he can see, he sees our insides as our outsides. We are a fallen, really. I, I, this is something we've been hitting on in John. So I'm going to bring up again, having the spiritual eyes to see, mm-hmm. like, what do we look like in the spiritual realm? We're probably just filth. Right. Filth. Yes. And God went, I got to get them out of there. Yeah. I got to get them out of there. Yeah. Those are my kids. Ugh. It's just. And so what I was trying to say was sometimes we think, well, it's because he loves us, but really think about what we are. Yeah. Who we are. How? How do you love us? How do you love me? Because yeah. I can honestly just sometimes, the older I get to, I find I am way more thankful for his mercy yes. and his grace because it's hard to explain. And not that I'm super old. I know when I'm 60, it's going to be even more. Mm-hmm. But I am so selfish. Mm. Oh, me too. I am so 
I'm such a woe is me. Unclean, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that he knows these things about me, I stand in awe. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why do you think I'm worth this? Right. And it just takes me to um, Hagar? Yes. The, the prostitute. Yes. Perfect yes. example. We don't have to go there. But, like, we are that filthy. Yeah. The lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you're doing pretty well. Right. You're fooling yourself. Yeah. You're fooling yourself. Yes. So how could we, as you were ministering to people who are really physically low, mm-hmm. how could we think of ourselves as any better? Right. We're not. No. We're we not. really not. Yeah. It's just, yeah. If your church isn't founded on that truth. Get out. Get out. Because like, if you don't, if you don't love people at the end of the day, because they look just like you in the mirror when it comes to the spiritual world, get off your high horse mm-hmm. because you're no better. You're no better. Exactly. Yes. And that's what it was really, I, not that I didn't love people, but it, the, the trip really taught me like, this is how he loves and I still, I am not even at that level yet, but I can see it better. I don't think we'll ever. No. We, we, that's no. why we have to remind ourselves we're not Christ. We're yeah. never going to love perfectly like right. he does. But I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm yes. going to step out. And I'm going to let you work through me. Yes. I'm like, I can see how you love a little bit better today. And that's all day by day. Just look for those little lessons. We become, we become, become more and more like him. Yes. And we will never be him. Yes. Okay, so they just chose Barabbas mm-hmm. over Jesus. It goes on in verse nineteen, twelve. Pilate tries to release him again. Nope, yeah. and they're like, nope. And then he goes. Basically, they, that's when he goes. Okay, you know what I like here is Pilate. They, it's like the Jews know how to hit his cord. I think you're no king. You're no friend to Caesar if you let this man go, mm-hmm. and not that that really. It kind of, I feel like, was the last string, and he just was like, I'm done. Yeah. I like this verse, and I may point this yeah. out. This, um, Pilate questions the Jews one more time, mm-hmm. and this is 19.7. The Jews answer him, we have a law, and by our law, he ought to die because he made himself the son of God. They're saying he has committed ultimate mm-hmm. blasphemy. Verse 8, when Pilate heard these words, he was more afraid. Mm-hmm. And I take that as he sees something in Jesus and is like, is this, is, and he's is like, this, this the son of God? I must think he's like, I think he is. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, where are you from? Yeah. But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate said to him, are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have the power to release you and the power to crucify you? Jesus answered, you would have no power at all over me unless it were given to you mm-hmm. from above. Therefore, he who handed me over to you has the greater sin meaning the, the Jews. Mm-hmm. From then on, Pilate tried to release him. I think he's just like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's why I want to, I wish, I wish there was more on him, like <laughs> even in Acts or, you know, even an extra Bible, so, like book of the Bible, like Pilate, like where, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. Like, did he come to Christ? Did he recognize? Did he really, like, what was his If thoughts? someone out there knows something, please Please tell let us. us know. Yeah. <laughs> We're very curious on this. Yeah. Okay, so now it comes to that horrible but wonderful day mm-hmm. at the same time. The day of all days. So when I looked at you in Easter, it said, yes. this is the most yes. important day. <laughs> Not the death, the resurrection, but we're, yes. we're at the crucifixion right now. Yes. Um, they, they torture our 
savior guys. They beat him brutally. Mm-hmm. They mock him. They are horrible to mm-hmm. God. Let yeah. that sink in. He made the very ground they walk on. Yeah. And they're spitting on him. They're flogging him. After they put the crown of thorns on his face or on his head, I can't remember what was said in between, but he answered and they slap him in the face. And for that verse just gets me. So sad. Because that means they're looking him in the eye. Yeah. I mean, they're doing that and all these things too, but that they're like face to face, face to face, arm length away because obviously you have to be arm length to slap somebody. Mm-hmm. And Pilate's the one who actually ordered, as we know, Jesus is crucified by the two um, thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he orders this plaque to be put above yep. Jesus' head, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. I almost feel like he, that was a slap for him to yeah. the Jews. Yeah. Like, here, here he is. Because they is tried, the king. Yeah, he's the like, because um, the Jews try to get him to, they're like, no, the man who claimed. And yeah. he's like, what I've what written, I've written. I've written. written. Pilate's yes. kind of like in your face. Yeah, I'm not changing it. Yeah. So. Seriously, we got to do a second. I know. <laughs> I know. Let's do it. So they crucified him. They took his garments. This fulfills so many prophecies mm-hmm. in um, the Old Testament. I wish I knew which ones, but there are yeah. I, I have heard the number, the statistic of that Jesus fulfilling each of these prophecies is less than 0.1% that mm-hmm. someone could actually do this. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. They've gone prophecy by prophecy in the Old Testament yeah. and Christ fulfilled Everyone. every single one. Can I just plead something for a moment if you are listening to this? Yes. Can you give this more <laughs> than just a, a glancing thing? thought can you please think about your soul and take it a little more seriously than rolling your eyes and saying this is just religion because this is not just religion this is the relationship portion of religion this is for real this is for real Mm -hmm. and your soul is worth giving it a little more thought i just sometimes i cannot believe how flippantly people handle Mm -hmm. their souls yes this is like you know what makes you you we recognize death as something horrible yes it was never supposed to be this way can you please for the love i'm not meaning that in a way because god actually loves you please think about your eternal destination yes and i think what you just to add on that especially those who claim especially those who claim to be a christian and choose their self day in and day out making choices that don't glorify him but when it comes down to it yes you you claim to be a christian but you're not in the first corinthians it talks about these people about separate like we're not even supposed to dine with people like that christians claiming the lord's name and that they they are the savior but I said that backwards, but you know what I mean. And they claim his name, but are not walking, not walking with him. They say, don't even sit and dine with them. Yeah. Because I think in that moment, we have to recognize what the significance of what Christ has done. You don't mm-hmm. take that. You don't take that lightly. No. And we've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again because it's worth repeating. Being a Christian costs something. Everything. It is not a grace credit card mm-hmm. that for you to just go do what right. you want. Yeah. It is serious. Yes. And it should be, you should have moments in your life where you're super uncomfortable because you are battling the flesh versus the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know in your spirit, this is wrong. Yeah. But you want to do it in the flesh. Yes. And you know what? You got to, you got to mm-hmm. just trust God with this. You have yeah. to give it up. Yes. Give it up. Because, and I'm, this is, I'm quoting a song, but 
it goes, my flesh may fail, but your spirit is strong in me. Yes. And I'll never fail because I can't remember the next line, but my flesh will fail. Mm-hmm. And it's not, there's no may about it. Mm-hmm. I just know who I am. Jesus says it. And I, is he talking about the rich man? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. No, it's not no, the no, rich no, no. man. Because that's the camel. Thing. Yeah. The um, camel eye thing. The needle. And- I can't remember, but I, I know, I know either. he says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, mm-hmm. my prayer so much lately has been give me spiritual eyes to see mm-hmm. past this fleshly chain. Yes. Seriously, guys, this body you have on, it's like a chain. When the when someone dies, that what makes them them leaves. Your soul yeah. is just in this cocoon of skin. Let's yeah. think about it that way. Like you are gonna exist forever. Yeah. And we'll get heavenly bodies. Yeah. We don't even look the same. Yeah. And so I know I'm jumping. We're jumping. But like, this is why I think part of the reason why Mary couldn't recognize Jesus. Yeah. He hadn't ascended yet. Yes. And he even goes, well, let's get there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. So we're at the resurrection. Well, we're basically. Or no, we're, I liked this. Oh, no, no. Not resurrection. I, I meant crucifixion. crucifixion. That's okay. Yeah. Um, let's read at 1928. Okay. So he's been suffering. And here we go. After this, Jesus, knowing that everything was now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled. I love that verse where he says, my father gave him to my hand and I'm not going to lose one. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lose one of them, dad. Yeah. He goes, I thirst. So he knows he's done it. Yeah. The how fulfilling for him. Yeah. A bowl full. Sorry. That makes me emotional. Okay. (laughs) A bowl full of sour wine was placed there. So they put a sponge full of sour wine on hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. He gave up his spirit, guys. He's the one that can willingly, has the power of life and death. Mm -hmm. He knew he accomplished it. He went, all right, here I go. Yeah. And, okay, so actually this is something when reading through this. I'm not for sure, but we're going to bring it up here. So, you know, in the Last Supper, he's like, I'm not going to drink from this again until it is, I'm with I don't know. And he doesn't say it is finished, but it's in until it's in Mark or Luke because okay. in John it doesn't specifically say this. But until I'm with my Father in heaven again or something like that. But and here he is. It's finished. And so this is where I'm thinking of the correlation. This is like the wrap up of this moment. Mm-hmm. Like the the deed is paid. And in his mind, him being God. He's probably, th- he, I don't, I wonder if he knows I've fulfilled every prophecy. I have fulfilled everything. I haven't lost one from my hand. I've paid it all. Okay. I can now give up my life. Mm-hmm. Now I can. Yeah. Now I can stop suffering. Yes. So, sorry. Yes. <laughs> and even da- like, even like the bones, bones weren't supposed to be broken. Yep. And because of that. They didn't break his legs. They didn't he break it. He already died. He did it. And so it f- fulfilled one more thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why they put the spear in. And it flowed of blood and water. water. He was gone. Yes. He was gone. So they take him down and they bury him. Look, I knew we said I earlier, know. Nicodemus. Nicodemus is there burying him. I really mm-hmm. think Nicodemus came to be saved. I do too. That's I really think cool. we'll see him in heaven. I think we're going to have some I wonder, cool conversations. And I almost think, I hope, Pilate, we see him in heaven too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like our know. obsession with Pilate. I know. <laughs> Can you give us a word? Yeah, well, and honestly, I like that. I like that. I like that. I yeah. want to be obsessed with the word. Yes. I want to wonder. Yes. I don't ever want to lose that. No. Okay. I want to always crave. Yes. 
something He's the soul of life? Yes. Yeah. So they, they wrap his body, they put him in the tomb, and so because of the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they buried Jesus there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're at 20. Early on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she came running to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, that's John, mm-hmm. and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have put him. Imagine the distraught, like how distraught you'd be. Mm-hmm. So Peter came out with the other disciple and they went toward the tomb. They both ran together and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Is that their disciple, John? That's John. That's what I thought. Okay. Stooping down and lying, looking in, he saw the linen cloth lying, yet he did not enter. Then Simon Peter came following him and went inside the tomb. He saw the linen cloth lying there and the cloth that was around his head, not lying with the linen cloth, but wrapped in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came first to the tomb went in also. He saw and believed, for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their homes. But Mary stood outside at the tomb weeping. She, they, the John and Peter walk away. Mary stays there and cries. Mm-hmm. As she wept, she stooped down, looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head, head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have put him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will take him away. I could see a friend doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, just give him to me. Yeah. Give him to me. Yeah. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher. And she wants to hug him and he has to stop her. And I think that for me, that shows while he was with his friends, he loved and hugged his friends. Mm -hmm. That was just her natural response was, I'm going to hug you. And he's like, no, I haven't gone to the father yet. (laughs) You can't right now. Yes. (laughs) So I don't know. Do you have anything to say? Um. I lost my spot here. Oh, I'm a little farther. Okay. Sorry, this what I was going to say is a little farther. Okay. So she goes and tells the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, here's what I did have this pop in my mind, and I, I keep bringing up these random questions that just pop into my mind. But when he says woman, like, it takes me back to the Garden of Eden. Yeah. And who, who started this whole process? Woman. Like the sin, yeah. and so I now I'm like, was there a reason that he showed himself to her first? I think God, because, and still even a bit to this day, God does the unexpected. Yes, women in that culture were not men. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah, and he's like, the first, it's gonna be you. Yeah, I show myself to. Yeah, God, I don't know. Yeah, it, that should make us women feel good. Yeah, and redeemed. Right, like we do hold value. Yeah. Um, the disciples had the doors locked. They were so scared. Like she's like going to tell them, and I saw him. And then <laughs> Jesus just appears in the room. Yeah. Like in the peace be with you. And you'd be like, ah! <laughs> walls do not bound me. Walls do not bound me. Oh my goodness. And he showed him his hand, his side. The disciples were then glad that they saw the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm jumping to 22. So Jesus said to them again, peace be with you as my father has sent me. Even so I send you. And I, I, this is, this is my evangelist heart. This is why I love this so much. 
My father has sent me, but here I am going to send you out. And this is him preparing them, like, is your time. And sorry, I'm getting emotional. Okay. <laughs> when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven them. If you, re- oh gosh, my eyes are getting blurry now. If you retain the sin of any sins of anyone, they are retained. So, I like how you say forgiveness and love. Forgiveness and love. That's what it takes. He's like, here's the point. This is everything that I've been training you to do. To forgive and to love. Forgive and to love. And here it's your turn to go. And I'm so excited to talk about Acts, but I'm jumping ahead. But here is like the passing of the baton, and he's giving them to... Giving them the Holy Spirit to go out. Sorry, my son's here. <laughs> but giving them the Holy Spirit to just go out and um, heal people spiritually and physically. Yeah. They're able to perform some miracles. And it says in Scripture that if all the miracles and amazing things that Jesus himself would do, there would not be enough books in the world to even do it. That's right. That's how John ends it. Yes. And I jumped ahead again. That's okay. And I just think, and it didn't stop there. No. And it didn't stop there. The pro- the prophecies were fulfilled, and then they got spread. Yeah. The love was spread. And I, the thing I'm thinking of, too, is we just said, these were scared men locked yes. in a room, and Jesus is going, you're going out. <laughs> yep. It's your turn. It's, he always, <sighs> I'm telling you, the economy, the, the, the worldview of God is so backwards than what we would yes. ever pick. We would yeah. go find the strongest, best-looking, yeah. popular person. Yep. You are the one to yeah. go yeah. get the word out. No. no. Jesus is like, nope, I want this room full of misfits. Yeah, the ones that lock the doors. That lo- they're <laughs> terrified. <laughs> Even because- though we've just spent the last two or three years walking together. Yeah. <laughs> Be- well, it's it was Rome, I'd be scared too. Well, that is true too, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they were living in oppression. Super oppression. But so. They, that's just God's economy. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. But that's why it's called faith. Yes. You gotta step out. You yeah. gotta just trust. And really, at the end of the day, it's way more exciting that way. Yeah, exactly. And, um, it's just funny. Can we jump to Acts real quick? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm using your Bible. <laughs> I still can't find mine. So cute. <laughs> um, and now I can't remember where it is. You're talking about oh, Pentecost? Yes. Okay. Yours says it different. The coming of the Holy Spirit? This one right here. Okay. But, yeah, well, yeah, the coming of the Holy Spirit. And he hears these people mocking... Um, that mocking that, like mocking these people in because they say that they're full of wine and all this stuff. But here in my Bible, it says it just slightly different. It says, then Peter stood up. Let's like, let's put it in context. This yeah. one, a man who denied him. Yes. Now the whole, if you don't know what Pentecost is, Jesus has ascended. The, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit comes as a great wind mm-hmm. and fire. This is God himself. I think the Holy Spirit gets a, the short end of the stick sometimes. Mm-hmm. God himself fills these men yes. and women. Yeah. And the, they're going out and they're saying, Jesus is Messiah. They are like on fire for the Lord. And they're like, they're drunk. You're drunk. 
Peter's like, nope, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love, like, I just love that verse. Radical but, transformation. Yes. Radical transformation. And, and, like, he's like, and this is, obviously, the spirit came down. He's ascended. The spirit came down. And now it's like, and Peter, then Peter stood up. And now the Christianity is going. It's going out. This is where we go. The church is beginning. And this is what he leaves us with, guys. And we're back to John. Yeah, back to John. The, the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. It looks like John doesn't really. The, John doesn't really. He doesn't. He, he Jesus, rep, Yeah. It's in Matthew, Mark. He says, go out into the, all the world and mm-hmm. make disciples of all nations. This is the Great Commission. Baptizing. Not just for them. Baptizing the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Um, it's what we're called to do. Yeah. And guys, we have access to that same Holy Spirit like what we said earlier if we would all just operate that way and this is mm-hmm. the pot calling the kettle black if i would just operate that way right what would i what could i do right what could he do yeah not me what could he do yeah exactly it's amazing it is amazing and so i hope today like it's the gospel yeah this is it yeah this is this is what i base my life on yeah this is the foundation of everything we do it has Served me pretty well. Yeah, me too. (laughs) He is a friend that never leaves my side. Yeah, and it's so comforting. It's so comforting. Even when life is hard. Yeah. It's just like, but I have Jesus. But I have Jesus. And that's a good place to be. (sighs) I think that was a good one today. I think so. Yeah. I hope you guys get a lot out of it. I hope you go and tell. Yeah. I hope we I hope so too. Should we just pray? Yeah, go. Okay. And we'll close it. Okay, Father, I just want to thank you um, for so much for this opportunity to serve in this capacity. And then, I, Lord, I just want to pray with our whoever's listening. If this is the first time listening, if this is the fortieth time listening, Father, I pray that you just just make yourself known. Yes. Open their eyes and their hearts and their ears, and just you know, fully just say, "Hey, here I am, and I want you." And make them realize that, Lord. And Father, I'm just going to pray real quick. Just, I hope whoever's listening to this, and if you have not been saved, or you want to just kind of reaffirm that, and just cast away a life that is not fulfilling, Father, I just want to pray with these people. So just repeat after me if you're listening. And dear Lord, I know I have sinned. I know I am unworthy of this grace and this love. But Father, forgive me because I need it. I need your grace and your love because without you, I am nothing. And I realize that. And you are the foundation and the giver of life. And Father, just come into me and help me grow closer to you and learn to walk step by step with you and lean into you and just give my whole life over to you lord in your name we pray amen oh okay that's it that wraps it up and so the next time we talk we either be talking about the mission trip or acts yeah so sounds good or a mixture because it basically is the same in a way we just like you know life yeah so all right we love you yes thank you for listening as always 
Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating so more people can find us. If you want to stay in the know with all of our latest happenings, go to our website, www.project68ministry.com and become a Hosanna homie by subscribing to our newsletter. Also, feel free to tag along with us on all of our adventures by following along on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Project 68 Ministry across the board. Again, thank you so much for your support. We could seriously not do it without you. Much love and God bless to everyone.